we are back. Hey, hey. Hello. 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 Feels like 20 years since I've been here. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. You're just aging ever so slowly. Mm -hmm. Oh, man, take a look at me now. Wow. Hmm. Well, I do say with age comes wisdom. So. Yeah, shouldn't I get a bonus? Is there any bonus? You know, I don't know if 5e has that. I don't know if they do. I know Pathfinder has a chart where your yeah. your stats decline. Yep, over. third edition yeah. had, you know, yeah. age changes, which was kind of cool. Yeah, know? D&D I mean, had that in previous editions as well. So yeah, maybe your wisdom goes up and your strength and agility go down? Mm-hmm. Maybe. You can do it. I don't know. Mm. Maybe you get hit again. Maybe another 20 years it'll really kick in. Wow. Is there another dread pyro <laughs> we need to worry about? You know what? This is a city of undead. Who knows what else is His lurking name is out there? Dreader. <laughs> the Dreadifier. But here we are, episode 29, the cusp of episode 30. Wow. So close. So long. I don't know. It's pretty good. At this point, yeah, we're we haven't really checked in in a while. I mean, by now we're almost 30. We've all got, got college degrees and jobs and yeah. families and stuff, right? Is that how it works, or are we just living at home now because that's the economy? Um, cool. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Did you sleep okay, Don? <laughs> I was going to say, that went a direction. <laughs> I'm sure somebody out there felt it. Uh, all right, well, we're going to do this. We're just going to crush through these episodes, and uh, let's see where this goes. Yeah, I mean, you know, crushing through, just grind it out. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> the mark of high-quality art. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, people definitely know that's not how we do it, no. because we've spent way too much time going down odd little paths. So we we quickly explore the rest of the ship. Is there anything of note? Hold on. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wow. She, I've, I've I, I'm like, before. I'm, yeah. She, yeah. Sorry. she jumped the gun. I did jump the gun. Yeah, okay. He's, but, Alar's not going to let you. Slide. My apologies, Alar. All right. Well, before we do that, let's hear from our resident bard now that he's got all these new instruments. Do you want to do this? It's fine. It's fine. Fine. Go ahead, Tris. No, no. No, no. I No, I, no. It, it, you, you clearly have things you wish to say. Kind of acting like an old grumpy man there. Watch it. The team took on the dread pirate captain who chilled their blood and struck terror in their hearts. But Dagmar stood toe-to-toe, undaunted by the undead. Finally sending him to his final reward, they then helped themselves to his treasures for continuing on. Will they find the entrance to the underground? Find out today on Dungeon Patrol. So I was just kind of chuckling to myself because mm. with the 20 years now, you and you and Tris could actually be mom and dad now. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. I would yeah. be um, the worst Why do you fight all the time? <laughs> I would be the worst dad. Are you? T- <laughs> oh, I know. We really should have videos sometimes just to really get the looks. But the side eyes we give you, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, so, but uh, to uh, to Trissa's point, uh, I actually went ahead and revealed the map over here mm-hmm. because I didn't have any other dangers to you, you, on the map because you know just wanted you to get a little flavor of this ancient place. But as far as points of interest, well, actually things of interest in the in the various papers, I did have a handout that I failed to hand you last time. Uh, it w- it was something that came with this 
well, this this was like a ship product. And it was a cutesy little one-page gazette. And I'm going to hand that to Alar. I realize being able to read an entire gazette is not something he would do what? online, but he can just kind of skim through while uh, Triss is looking at the okay, map. Okay, you're not going to make me read this whole thing, right? No, now. that would be really not entertaining. Okay. But if you've... <laughs> We could, I don't know, actually, I don't know if I actually can post that because it was a product I bought, but you can oh. probably read snippets of it if you found something that jumped out. Um, but as far as exploring, yeah, this, so this is a, a multi-decked ship, and if you just kind of scan through the map, it's as you kind of would expect. I mean, it's got cabins. Uh, in the lower deck, there's a bunch of hammocks hung up and various chests and scattered Skeletal remains of the erstwhile sailors from long ago. No doubt you'll root through their many possessions and find mostly mundane aged equipment of sailors and from outfits to eye patches. Um, there's a handful of cutlasses and rapiers and daggers you can possibly use if you need uh, any mundane equipment to augment your arsenal. And other than that, I almost said, and there's more curios, but I mean... Nothing nearly as interesting as what you found in the, the captain's quarters. Um, I would say the only other piece that probably would be just interesting, is you'd have to break into the engine room because uh, it has suffered some damage and the door is blocked off. Even though I revealed it probably inadvertently because I figured you probably would look at that. There's no doors that can stop us. With a, with a few different strength checks and a coordinated effort, you can uh, push a large chunk of strange uh, equipment out of the way and just look at this ancient arcane engine room and be baffled by its mysteries. So on the map, there is there is such an engine room with lots of little contraptions that all connect to this external large crystal that is cracked. And you think that crystal would need to be replaced before the ship could fly. Um, but there might be clues in the books and papers to find out where you could go in the city if you wanted to do that, but that could be also be an entirely different campaign. Nope. It looks like plumbing tools. It looks like plumbing tools? Yes, on your map. Oh, that the scattering tools? Yes. Uh, you know, I didn't zoom in. That was just like, <clears throat> it was just a, a tools icon of like tools you can scatter across the ground. You know, window dressing. Mm. I spent a lot of time on these things. Just not enough to recognize that you're using plumbing tools. <laughs> oh, <whoa. laughs> All right. Yes, <clears throat> that happened. <clears throat> Definitely going to be another dread pirate her way. Yeah. <laughs> the dread plumber pirate. Yeah. The dread <laughs> ship's engineer. I mean, the plumber did have to keep his tools somewhere. Someone had to maintain the plumbing in the ship. <clears throat> I have not seen evidence of plumbing. So you uh, <laughs> spend, spend another hour or so combing through the ship, confident now that you have unlocked all of its mysteries for now. All right, then we get going. Off into the city. Let's go. Uh, yep. Was there anything in that gazette that was like, oh, I should share this with the party? Or it was just... The the lost sky city of Ulikthun? Yeah, that's the thing that jumped out for me. Apparently, it's, it's a lost sky city. Well, so I wonder if there was a whole di community of these sky cities. Sky yeah. cities. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, we know there were yeah, at least we what three or four. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you've seen. I mean, now you've seen some rendered at art. 
you know, references into the Gazette. And obviously, this is a monstrous Sky City. So mm-hmm. apparently sometime long ago, it was a different world before the apocalypse. The dragons. Mm. Those darn dragons. Down with them. Down with those dragons. Not all dragons. Well, I don't know. There's really not any great dragons, I don't think. You're missing the point. But okay. And that was a shout out to our sister podcast, Down there With Dragons. Um, yeah. Yep. Yeah. No. That was the whole point. You're welcome. For anybody who and who does listen to that, that was subtle. <laughs> Haven't actually just plugged them fully, <laughs> expertly yeah. turned there, in a little no. while. All right, so you uh, you explore the ship, you got some stuff. Let's do some loot. stretches and get going. Huh? Yep. We got a, a, a city to say or destroy. A city to destroy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you'd appreciate that. It's like it, you, you've turned it on its head. It's like yeah, oh, I, I do actually appreciate that. That's you're, fun. You're the destroyers of worlds now. Oh. There was an estate sale. I love estate sales. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a thousand years too late. So this whole city is an estate sale, basically. Yeah. I mean, but if that estate sale was going on when the ship crashed, that could mean that that estate sale is still technically there if you could find it. All right, but we have mission. Let's go. Anyway, okay. Yeah, so that was just a fun thing. And I had to share it with you guys because... When else am I going to do that? Um, all right, so you uh, you take your leave of the ship. Now, we may, re- well, let me remind you that you were trying to get to the uh, the spot just beyond this ship. Right. Correct. Um, to go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the map you're on actually doesn't go that far. So uh, pretty much... I'll just flip you over here to give you a, the context. Uh, grab the the city map here. Uh, Idle on. All right. But I, we're just going to stay here briefly. Goodness, somebody is playing the tambourine, aren't they? You can't give me a new toy and expect me not to use it. All right. So... What? <laughs> Fancy, right? I'm very fancy. fancy. Very fancy. Sounds nice. It's good. I had to say that was one of the reasons I thought about, thought about including the tamarind. Okay, so here, if you look at the giant Eidolon map, uh, you can see that you are on this airship, and the ship itself is crashed, kind of into this little market area, but it also went through the the like the back wall or front wall of the these estate grounds. So you can see this large two-story. Uh, impressive looking manor house surrounded by uh, what you know was probably once lush gardens filled with trees and flowers and all that the the garden area itself is not illuminated but there are lights um in the house still still beaconing you so you can kind of make it out in the in the dark and basically at that point you can easily move past the ship and clamber through the wreckage of the walls and make your way up to the estate. So, how do you guys want to approach this thing? Stealthily. Yeah, carefully. Boldly. And with panache. And it sounds like Aylar's going first. Of course he is. I mean, why would he not go first? All right. There we go. There's. I've hidden the secrets of the estate. I'll show you the front door there. Get some pawns, and we are good to go. All right. So, I would. How close are we here? 
really in kind of relation to the entrance? Uh, well, you pretty much have to go, I think it's a good 150 feet across the grounds. Okay. And then you make your way. So we'll grab your pawns, though, while you're doing that. And you can decide, I mean, do you have any other particular plans of how you want to approach other than just to walk up to it? We could find, like, a door, side door, maybe a window to break in. Yeah, I would like to start casing the place for vulnerabilities like windows, doors, something like that. Maybe not the front entrance. I don't know. I'm with front. Alar on this one. <clears throat> you see? Yes. We just go in the front door. Let's go. I'm growing impatient with this. Doesn't mean you can't case. No, oh, I'm <laughs> going to do that. Yeah. I'm a bit torn, but then I will follow Alar interest. All right. Oh, now we have two Alars. Be careful, Dagmar. Don't you any jiggle any handles that you can't handle for yourself. No handle jiggling here. I did pretty good. Yeah, you know, yeah, I did. Okay. No one mentioned how I cast Moonbeam and did all that radiant damage, though, huh? No, no. <laughs> good job, Brokos. I was too busy I was aging for, rapidly. I'm looking from, from Alar, but thank you. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> tough to congratulate someone when you're dying. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. I appreciate it. Bring you back to life. I, I know. I appreciate <laughs> it. Just, I'll just heal. That's okay. That's all I'm needed for. All right. Well, you make your way across the once lush gardens. Uh, you see that scattered out throughout this section, there are lampposts that are, are have malfunctioned or failed. So there's no illumination here. And so all of the greenery has long since died and now is little more than just basically dirt and dust and the remnants of probably was once quite beautiful. So nothing to block our sight lines. No, this, there's no... There's nothing to hide, hide behind or whatever behind. Uh, Is there any, like, traffic that I would notice? Like, the perhaps, like, undead, the dragging feet of an undead or activity? Uh, well, sure. I mean, you start. Front here. Yeah. Why don't you go make a perception check to hunt around for some tracks? Okay. What you got there? He's thinking hard. Yeah, very hard. Um, it takes time to study. Yes. Um, All right, it's so, going to be a 22, or 21, sorry. All right, so as you guys are making your way across the uh, the dead earth, Broco studies the ground, looking for tracks from long ago or from recent. And you do, in fact, find a variety of tracks scattered about. Um most of which appear to be, yeah, the shuffling signs of undead who maybe have made their way through here. But you don't see anything that would clue you into, like, wizardly activities or explorers or anybody else that might be uh, a bigger threat. The traffic seems like it's going through any entrances or... No, just, like, mindlessly wandering around this uh, huge courtyard area. Okay. But there are no signs of them. Mm-hmm. And you don't see anything that would clue you into like a recent activity. So this place appears to be long abandoned. So it's a it's a, like I said it's a large kind of L shaped two story manor, um, beautiful aged architecture. You can see the houses suffered minor damage, but it seemed to really fare well from the catastrophe. So other than some broken windows and some minor roof damage on the top. It appears to be 
as it was long ago. Okay, so I go to the front door. Yeah, there's a, uh, a wide open uh, steps that lead up to the front door and the foyer beyond. As you approach, you can clearly see that front door is in fact just open. Uh, the doors hanging uh, limply in their frames and the foyer is illuminated and so light is shining out onto uh, the stairs there. And I'll reveal the foyer there for you. So we can see there's nothing in there. Yeah, it looks <clears throat> looks pretty empty. There's some minor scattered debris. Hence that maybe at one point the place has had been maybe ransacked. Just some there's some broken pottery and some shattered picture frames. Um but it is it is kind of oddly empty. To either sides of the, the grand opening are stairs leading up to the second floor. And you can see like a, a balcony stairs. And then there's a hall beyond that they connect to. And then off to the left of the room, there is a, there's a closed doorway. And then straight ahead, this room that you can see, there's open doors to a uh, kind of a wide hall. Let's get you that. All right. So, so if you want to, so Triss has moved in to the foyer, cautiously looking around. I, I'll follow. Are you guys trying to be stealthy, or what are you? No, not particularly. Not particularly. All right. No. We're not making noise, but <clears throat> we're not. Nobody's playing the tambourine. I'm not playing the no. tambourine. I'm not calling out. I would like to um, switch on my my. Uh, shifting so I can kind of grow my little badger nose and start sniffing around to see if I can pick up any scent in the, in the air or on the ground that perhaps would trigger. Alright, make a perception roll. And actually, you know, everybody can make a perception roll. Uh, that's going to be a 25. Wow. I'm sorry. Okay. 18. Okay, 25. 12. 26. Look at you. Man, you guys are a perceptive bunch. Oh. <laughs> All right, well, Brokos. <clears throat> yeah, putting your nose in the air, you do detect an odd scent. Mm -hmm. It is not like the putrid decay of undead, nor is it a creature you're familiar with, but there is something living, and it's um, it's it's a disturbing smell. It's not of rot or decay or anything like that. Like, you know, it's it's not an undead, but there's something foul about it that just makes your hackles rise. Mm. And it's a, it's a fresh smell. Like something very recently came through here, but it's in the air. Like you kind of sniffing around. Okay, there's no tracks. Location. Just like um, it's something nearby. But it seems like everybody, what everybody got, like 18 to 20. No, I was 12. 12, okay. Um, well, everybody except uh, except for Alar, you hear, well, you heard like a some like metal clatter on the floor. Looks like down the hall to the right. And like, like maybe something fell. Okay, so now I will draw my swords and be stealthy and go down the hall to the right. I'll follow. And that's a natural 20, so... Wow. That is a 26 for stealth. And I got a 23. 
Wow, you guys are stealthy. 22. I got an 18. Okay, so the lowest out of all that was a 19. That's nice. Okay. All right, so you guys are creeping down the hall. Ever so slowly going towards... You hear some more noise, almost like um, maybe somebody's rifling through things. You hear another clatter. Like whoever, whoever or whatever it is, is not taking any care to be quiet. Is the smell getting stronger? It is. It is getting stronger. Um. All right. So you move down the hall. So Tris, there is a um. There is a door there. They notice there's no doors pictured on this map, but there there are doors in all of the all of the doorways. Um, there is a set of double doors here. But they're the type, uh, like service doors that swing, like you'd expect in like a kitchen. So they're closed, and you move up to that spot, and yeah, you hear some more clattering, and you hear like a like murmur, almost uh, like like something's talking to itself, like and then and then something else clatters on the ground. Okay, so I I tell my the rest of the party, I, not tell, but like with gestures, you know, like. It's right here. I would like to be right behind Triss. All right. So you've all amazingly corrupt up behind these doors inside this ancient manor. Triss has her sword ready. The tension fills the room. The scent fills Brokus's nose. What do you want to do? So I try to quietly push the doors open. All right. Give me another stealth to quietly push the doors open. Uh, 22. Ooh. All right, you push those service doors open to reveal it looks like an old kitchen. Uh, some large uh, like prep tables kind of separate the, the room. And there's uh, some cook areas and there's a, a fireplace where you can cook on. And maybe a larder. Uh, so the room has a lot, a lot of stuff in it. And it looks like it has been recently ransacked. So kind of scattered across the floors, cutlery and plates and things, carelessly scattered about. But what really draws your eye is some strange creature appears to be rifling through the larder. Um, It is, it's about four feet in diameter and it's floating off the ground. And it looks like it's kind of this large ball shaped creature with strange ice, ice stalks and tentacles. And it has just put something into its mouth when you open the door ever so quietly and you see it kind of pause and, and um, like it quivers. Maybe it's sensing you, but it has not turned to face you yet. So you're just seeing the back shape of this leathery looking creature. Do I recognize it? Um, make a, I guess that'd be knowledge arcana. I don't think that's nature. Ooh, 14. No, you have no idea what this what this horrific creature could be. Can anybody else see it past my I mean as of as of yet no. Everybody's kind of lined up in the hall and you're you're standing there, you're holding the the doors doors wide and uh, it turns and then it starts to like pivot in the air as it begins to face you. And what you see is quite disturbing because it is its face is basically has a large eye in the center with a gaping mouth with drool 
coming down. You can see one of his tentacles is holding the remains of something edible. You're not sure where he found that. It almost looks like a large like leg of lamb or something. And it has uh, removed most of the flesh. And it sees you and that eye widens and you see all the other little eye stalks turn towards you. There's like half a dozen little eyes all focus on you. No. And... <laughs> a big toothy grin, a hungry, hungry grin fills its big face. And you need to make an initial roll again. Uh-oh. Yeah. This is happening. Get 11 and 19. I know everybody's excited. I'm excited. <laughs> they are not looking aside. No, you no, see. <laughs> like, this is why we don't look that because we're not. We're not. <laughs> the table knows what this is. I don't think Brokos uh, knows what this is because he doesn't see oh it. Oh my it gosh! Never... Like the mood just like went. It just like deflated. Like they you started just... describing. Then when you said one eye, I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, I guess it means levitator against levitator, right? I mean, oh, that is. That's so fun. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, you're not. I, I didn't go in the manor house. I never said that. <laughs> you just rolled stealth perception just outside. Outside. Yeah. Hiding from you guys. You're just playing your, you're just playing your mandolin. Uh, my new violin. Okay. Well, uh, I don't know, Tris, do you? So, Aylor gets the initiative. But, I mean, Tris, do you say or do or respond? I mean, do you do anything that might communicate to them that there's a problem? Um, yes. As as soon as it's turning to face me, I'm going to, like, let the doors close and step back over here and just say, these horrible, horrible floating eyeballs. That's what I got. Okay. I'm trying to zoom the map in so the party can, can see what's going on here. So Tris just is like, nope. <laughs> And steps aside. Um, Dagmar, I mean, Trish just noped out, but I mean, you you killed the Dread Pirate, Pirate Argly. I did not. Actually, the, the Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, you did a lot of damage. But I did a lot of damage. You're uh, sure something in there could be easily beat to is death. Is it Alar's turn, though? Oh, sorry. I just jumped right to Dagmar. You're right. Mm -hmm. I did that. Wow. I need time to think. (laughs) Right. Yes. (laughs) Alar, what would you like to do? What's the matter, Triss? What do you mean, eyeballs? It's floating, fleshy orb with big eye and big mouth and wavy tentacle eyeballs. Yes, yes. But did you see any stairs down? I saw something that wants to eat us. And how did it convey this desire to eat us? The way it looked at me. Fleshy creature in my mouth. What, we hear that? Yeah. Did it just say that? Yeah. Oh my goodness. See? See? Fair enough. Why don't we try this door over here? (laughs) I'll open that door. (laughs) I love it. All right, so Alar zips past the service doors and opens the door to the right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. You swing the door wide, revealing... Stairs down? No. Damn it. Revealing a large dining area uh, with a big big central table and chairs ringing it. 
cupboards lining the walls, another fireplace that you could light. Perhaps long ago you could have a fine meal here, but you think you could be the meal today. More importantly, we could hide in here. I do not think it is going to give up. Well, it's about bottlenecking it. <laughs> All right. Um, well, Dagmar, now that Alar has made, I'm, made it. I'm going to, you know, use my bardic inspiration on the good Dagmar. Because <laughs> I'm thinking he's going to need it. Uh, so my turn. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I've not seen you guys. I shaken. Well, I've got to do something. So inspired by Alar, um, I'll give Triss a, a look and a nod, and then I will uh, burst in the room. I'll open the doors. I want to. Uh, I want to. I assume those are counters, yeah. tables. I would like to jump over on one and then to the next one, mm-hmm. uh, and then I would like to punch it i want to try to punch it in the eye one of the eyes all right dagmar bravely bursts into the kitchen sliding over the first table and the second table like a like a somebody running track leaping the hurdles getting to the other side and attempting to punch the creature i in the think eye. you misunderstood the uh, connotation of my inspiration it was more on the Defense than offense, but yeah. uh, as a free action, I would like to uh, spout out. I'll I'll buy you some time, and then um, and defer some type of plan, I suppose. And then uh, I would like to attack it twice. Or Ooh, it. Um, actually, there is an important detail as you mm-hmm. as you get reach. Uh, well, not reach. Mm-hmm. Worse than that. Yeah, right. yeah. You go leaping through, and just before you get to it. Uh, yeah, there's something about that gaze that shakes you to your core, and you actually need to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a five. All right, so you cleared the first table. Uh-huh. Going to leap to the second table, and you see it lock eyes with you. Okay. All that bravery filling your soul is suddenly just sort of sucked away, and you are you're stunned at how horrifying this creature is. Sure. So am am I stunned then? You are stunned until the start of your next turn. Okay. And did I get to the second table? I think you did. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I guess that's my turn, right? Neat. Neat indeed. Sweet. Um, Okay. Well then, um, uh, Triss. (laughs) Dagmar went running in. I saw him run in, and then I saw Alar go the other direction. And then it's like, I do not want to be here with this thing. This was really, it's like, just looking at it is unnerving. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But I cannot let Dagmar die alone. I mean, you could. He, he has been on your naughty list. So. This would be a great opportunity to show me what you think of my performance. I step in. <laughs> And then I am going to um, do my firebolt. All right. Well, you step around the corner, and yeah, it's as bad as you thought. It really is just horrible. So you also will need to make a wisdom saving throw now. Ah, I think I might. Well, I don't know. Uh, That is a 17. All right. You're good. 
Yeah. I mean, it, it is horrifying, but you've seen worse. I mean. No, I don't think I have. Maybe not. I, I think that, though, because I got the first glance, that I was like more prepared. So, mm. like, you know, you see something and you look away and then you're like, okay, wait, I can I can do this. So, okay. So now I'm going to firebolt it. Firebolt. Ooh, that's a, that's a good roll. That was a 17. So that's a 22 to hit. That is going to be a hit. Okay. Oh, they're so quiet. So that's 16 fire. Nicely done. So your fire catches it in the body, exploding away fleshy bits. And you can see that, uh, yeah, you entered quite a bit. It is now Brokos' turn. Brokos, the party seems to be split. I shall call upon my crocodile brethren. <laughs> the crocodile. Yes. And I will put four crocodiles in there surrounding. I mean, I'll look around the corner and just put them in a spot here. And yeah, a four crocodiles surrounding this this thing. I have a question. How, yeah. how big are these crocodiles? Oh, well, that's a good question. That is a good question. A crocodile is a large beast. So I'll put one like in, trying to in there, just squeezing in there. If these are just tables, yeah? I mean, they are tables, but a crocodile, I mean, that large crocodile would probably knock the table over. Yeah, that's I mean, fine. So, I, I mean, mean, so the room itself is 20 by 25, mm -hmm. and I mean... There isn't room right now for four more large creatures in there. All right. Then can I go with eight giant badgers, which are medium creatures? I mean, uh, <laughs> you can go with what you want. I'm yeah. just saying. I, you, I hear what you're you, saying. Your crocodiles would just, they, they might have to. Perhaps a taking bit. a second look inside there. I don't know. That's no room for, for. So I will shall call upon badgers unite. And I will get my giant badgers, medium beast. And fill every spot I possibly can in there with a giant badger. <laughs> oh, there you go. How many hit points does your badger have? Uh, 13 each. And they roll initiative. And they will be going last. <laughs> I got a two for initiative. All right. So you said eight. Eight of these things? Eight of them. Yes. My goodness. All right. So the badger. <laughs> it's like some crazy. All right. The room is suddenly badgered out. It's just spawning badgers. Yep. I'm just, yeah, I'm just imagining them like, just like blasting out of the air. Yep. Just, I mean, is that, that's seven. I mean, if they could, someone talked about this. Like, if you, it doesn't say where you can need to summon the animals. So I could technically summon them from the air and they could be falling badgers. Or they take falling damage. Like this this door opens up and badgers yeah. just like spew forth. Are you on the table? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll put one on the table over here if I can. I mean, sure. What, the next room? Yeah, I'm going to put one, and then I'll put the other. Just like that. Perfect. Okay. So we've got badgers everywhere. So uh, Dagmar is literally surrounded on all sides, mm -hmm. uh, orthogonally by badgers, and uh, diagonally by whatever this creature may be. And Triss now has three badgers in between her and it. And I, that's my turn. That is your turn. It is now the creature's turn, and food has been provided. I mean, dinner is served here. So, He's going to be disappointed when he finds out they're just face spirits. Yeah, I suppose if you eat them, they don't really sustain <laughs> no. you. They just sort of pop. Yeah. <laughs> Unless oh. you swallow them alive, you know, then you get the... 
swallowing thing, yeah. but you know, if you, yeah. I mean, if you fully swallow them, do they just go away and from your gullet? They just yeah, yeah eventually. Hmm. Empty calories. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, then the uh, the creature is gonna do some stuff. Um, it's gonna first. It's gonna do a bite because it, you know that's what it's gonna do. It's gonna try to bite that badger right in front of it. Um, and that's gonna be a twenty-two to hit. Yeah, there's not. I mean, this is just fodder at this point. Badger fodder. All right. Well. Uh, and that literally is 13 damage. Yep. So that one disappears. All right. So badger number one, we hardly knew ye. Poof. And then it does a thing because its little ice stalks begin bursting out blasts of strange energy. Uh, what we're going to do here, so we've got a variety of targets. Uh, we're going to do badger Dagmar. Dagmar will be number two. All right, so Badger number three, which is south of Dagmar, is going to get a little burst here. Um, all right, it needs to make a constitution saving throw. It actually has a pretty good saving throw. Yeah, uh, it uh, makes it. Well, I don't I shouldn't say that. Uh, 15. It does make it. Uh, so it's only going to take half damage. Which is probably still on to kill it. It's going to be seven necrotic damage. Okay, well, it's still alive then. Yeah, there's necrotic damage. No, it is still alive. Yep. Uh, alive, but maybe not kicking quite so much. All right, it bursts another ray out, this time at Dagmar. And it is going to be ray number four. A, a, a ray of fire comes blasting at Dagmar. Saving throw? No, actually. Um, actually, yes. Actually, I thought this was going to be something I had to roll to hit you, but it is just a saving throw. Uh, what, what kind? Uh, dex, dex saving throw. Okay. That is a 16. That is not high enough. All right, so the ray hits you and scorches your body. Um, That is going to be 23 fire damage as you are blasted by the ray. All right, and then the uh, third ray blasts out at Badger next to the wall over here. In the corner? Yeah, um, yeah, I'll get that and get it wrong here and it needs to make a con saving throw uh that's only a 13 that is a only. failure so he is paralyzed for a minute okay so i'm just gonna put a little i don't know net on him all right and that is the round top of the round alar hmm uh, my badgers get to attack this round oh yeah yeah badgers so they are yeah two Let me add them to the turn here. There we go. Badger, badger, badgers. So the badgers are going to have a little advantage from flanking, I imagine. At least two of them, yeah. Uh, The badger in the middle is going to, one got hit, is going to move up. And then this one will come behind it. Like that? Um, If if it wants to. Sure, they They just swarm it. Okay. So so we got badgers all around. You got four that can hit it, two with advantage. Badger number one. They get two attacks each, so. Um, it's going to be a 19 or 18 to hit. That's a hit. It's bite. The badger it does bite. six points of bite damage or piercing damage. All right. It takes a big bite, bite out of him. Second attack some... is going to be a 19. That's a hit. That's going to be that's 2d4. And it's going to be eight points of claw damage or slashing damage. 
All right, they're just shredding him. The one over here will do the its attack. It starts to well out in pain. Uh, that's going to be a 22 to hit. That's going to be only two points of piercing damage. And then it's going to have its claw attack. That's going to be a 20 to attack. And that's going to be um, seven points of slashing damage. And you know what? <clears throat> I, and, and, yeah, let me get that. They actually should have all made saving throws too, though, shouldn't they? For being paralyzed yeah oh from yeah the gaze okay yeah i didn't i just realized that and we kind of all the way through so where where are we at on that so you've rolled three of them so far just the two of them these two one that are flanking the two flanking people yep. um okay have them make their saving yep. real quick. so an 18 and a 17 perfect okay so they were both fine okay um the one here this is the only one that made this one is this is the only one that made the saving throw it failed well he he got he got hit by a ray oh right right what's the this rest is for of... the main eye. okay yeah so at the beginning of your round i got you uh, unless you avert your gaze you just have to make a saving throw so i got a 15 and a 16 and those okay. are going to be for let's just do those two okay and then we'll do these two here okay and it's going to be wow look at this uh, uh 16 and a 19 so they're all good. Okay. Okay. All right. Badgers in paradise. Okay, so. So those two have attacked already. Yep. So the two ones with flanking just tore the crap out of this creature. And then he's going to go, and that's a miss. Easily like a five. All right. And then he's going to do his slashing. See if that. Natty 20. Ooh. Ooh. So that's going to be 12 points of slashing damage. And then the one right in front of him is going to attack. We haven't seen all these badgers in a while. And that's an 18 to hit. That's a hit. And that's going to be a 7 max damage on that for piercing. Oh, my gosh. And his claw attack is going to be a 19. Hot dice. And that's going to be 7 points or 6 points of piercing or slashing damage. (laughs) Okay. And that's that's all of them. That is all. I'm going to have him kind of bump, jump up over there, <laughs> off the table. So just imagining this pile of badgers leaping like some mad swarm. You just see like Fur tentacles and man. flesh getting torn from this creature. It's just like shrieking back and forth as it's getting devoured by them. It's, the it's, it's supposed to be the predator, not the prey. All right, Alar, you hear screams in there. It sounds horrible. Okay. Maybe your party's party members are dying. Who knows what's happening? No, of course they're not. They're heroes. I will step forward and look through the door. I will use my bardic inspiration to enact my mantle of inspiration, granting eight temporary hit points to all of my allies. Wow. Well, my, my humanoid allies. Nice. And each of you can immediately use your reaction to move up your speed without provoking if you wish to awesome so that's my as a let me see that's my bonus action and i'm going to just fire my crossbow at the big ugly eye okay that'll be a 19 to hit that is a hit (laughs) that'd be seven seven points of damage (laughs) So your bolt goes soaring in with deadly accuracy right through the center of the still startled eye 
here for just a meal, but perhaps now it has become one. Because you're, it pops the eye and it seems to deflate and then it implodes upon itself and then explodes horrifically in a violent <laughs> mass of energy and body parts. My bad. <laughs> uh, everybody within 10 feet of it has to make a dex saving throw, uh, which I guess is just one party member because we don't... Well, my badgers. I mean, yes, it would affect your badgers. A 24. Very nice. Um, let's see. Let's see what Dex is. Um, it's going to be a 16, a 14, a 6, and a 4, and a 12. So 16 was the highest one. It was 14, and the rest of them All right, 12 or lower. So Dagmar, you are going to take uh, 7 damage, 7 force damage. Okay. And I... We're going to do this here. About half of those badgers just explode. Because you, you got, um, it was DC 14. So I, think it was I like, did two. I saved two then. Saved two. All right. Yep. We're just going to do this. All right. So two of your badgers leap back, but they still are damaged. But the rest of them explode and gore. Nobody getting their meal today. Dagmar, you shake off your paralysis. <laughs> Look around the room. I just sit on the table. There's a giant badger licking up all the goo. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like when you drop the food and the dogs go running up after it. Yep. If you're covered in it, they're licking your. That's you know. So Tris will move forward to examine the gore. Okay. Yeah, I mean body parts and tentacles and. Anything interesting or. Like, in, in the gore? Yeah. No, nothing interesting in the gore. What was this thing? I mean, the rest of the party can make their their knowledge checks now to see if they have an idea. I don't know if that's arcana or that'd be Usually like they say it's history, which is engineering what would have been, dungeoneering what it would change to. There's really no good answer. That's one thing that 5e failed at, like, how to identify monsters. Hmm. Because it would be Dungeoneering, basically. Uh-huh. Unless it was a magical creature, you know. Well, I suppose this is. Well, it's an aberration. Yeah. So, it, yeah, that I, w- I would have said Dungeoneering if we were playing Pathfinder. Yeah. So, I, I, yeah. You know what? I mean, Was fine. it an intelligence check? Is Dungeoneering I was, yeah. under? I was going to say, could it just be an intelligence check then? Yeah, you can just do intelligence. We have a 16. Yeah, if we go with intelligence instead of Arcana, then I had a 16. Yeah, that's higher than you could have. 14. Bard? I got the best of all. I got an 8. <laughs> like golf. <laughs> um, yeah, you really don't know what this horrible creature was. I'm it glad it's dead. It wasn't that mm-hmm. bad. It only took one hit from a crossbow bolt. Whatever it was, <sighs> it must have been an inferior version of perhaps something more horrific. Come, little ones. Come here. <laughs> Take my side. I got him for an hour, so let's... An hour? Mm-hmm. It's kind of tedious. I mean, it's a lot of little scampering claws. Well, it's either... There's only two now. Yeah, there's only two of them. Oh, okay, that's true. Okay, so that's then... That's not so bad. No. Well, now I want to... I'm going to explore the... This will call me the Badger King. The larder. <laughs> to see where I... If I can figure out where he had that food from. Yep, there is a larder. And it looks like this creature probably made its way in here to find food and has done so. Um, 
Some careful examination reveals, yeah, some large storage cabinets that if somebody does a detect magic on, you can see that they are designed to preserve food potentially forever. Oh, fancy. Um, uh, most of which have been rooted through and somewhat uh, distastefully consumed. But the, the bottom cabinet is still untouched and you can go through and find some food, some foodstuffs in there. There's a... Uh, there's several days worth of like fresh cheese and there's actually some uh, milk that seems to be still good. Like some goat's milk or something. Weird. It is. It, it's really I'm, weird. I'm still not drinking that. Hey, cheese is only <laughs> going to get better the longer it lasts. Well, um, well no, I, I will I will take the cheese. Yeah, I'm not going to take the milk. I don't know. Yeah, but the, mm. the, the Does it smell cheese. okay, the milk? It, it does. It smells okay. I'll drink it. Maybe <laughs> feed some to the badgers. <clears throat> Here's the ones. Drink out of yeah. Drink so, the milk. so there's yeah. You can root through and find a couple days worth of food in here to augment your stores. Now that you've been in the dungeon for so I mean, long, you guys. Do you know how tasty fresh milk is? How long? How the last time you had fresh milk out here? <laughs> I'll I drink would, from the from the container and then hand it out to them. I would question the provenance of dungeon milk. Dungeon? You, you don't see any animals around here besides <laughs> these badgers, right? Yeah. What exactly were they milking? It smells okay. I don't want you guys freaking out about spider milk. If you can milk a spider, <laughs> Tris will take the cheese. Was there anything else that was non-milk? Have you ever had fresh badger milk? Uh, yeah, there's some sliced meats <laughs> and some breads. I can proudly say I have not. Does it taste like beef milk or you mean milk? Uh, that's actually goat's milk. Oh, fine. I'll just finish off what I can. You do it, buddy. All right. You I would. You. What 16-year-old boy doesn't like to drink lots of milk? <laughs> that is so true. Um, okay. Yeah. And not I just would, milk. They want whole milk. Yeah. Yeah. I would Good like uh, to put out the small fires on me. <laughs> oh, right. And kind of just walk out to the I hallway. I don't even notice anymore, man. <laughs> I really didn't see what went on. So you could pretend whatever happened, happened in there. <laughs> just like s- smoke is rising from my clothes. just Covered with gore. We, we don't even blink an eye. And uh, as I pass Alar, I'll nod. <laughs> Do you ever Thanks. feel like you're not getting paid enough for this? <laughs> what, what happened in there? Recognize yeah. that Tris still came in after you. Oh, I, I appreciate it. The the plan went perfect. And everybody. I, I, I perfect. Did, did kill that thing for you. So, I, you hey, know. I appreciate it. I, everybody I kinda, had a role to I play. I was kind of bummed it didn't get a whole other... T- I mean, yeah. You only got to really unleash one good volley. Yeah. yeah. Those badgers really saved the day. They're fodder. Yeah. With a little damage. Perfect. Okay, well, uh, yeah, you, so you finished kind of looting the uh, the kitchen and larder. And you have some food. And uh, so you're trying to find a way down, though. Yes. yes. So we move You'd on. I'd like to continue down, the, down hallway. the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like to be decidedly quieter than I was before. Um, I think the explosion might have tipped off anybody else. So, you know. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. I just The splat and the screams of the badgers as they were. Yeah. Perhaps, speaking of badgers, we could let the badgers go ahead and. There you go. I mean, okay. 
do some I like to think recon. my hearing is a little rough from the explosion, <laughs> so I feel like I'm being as quiet as I've ever been. Yeah, you've got a little bit of ringing in your ears now. The f- they were just fade. They didn't really explode. They just disappeared. It's no, but the, the monster exploded. Yeah. Well, that's your problem. I've got some eye in my ear. <laughs> <laughs> some ear in your eye? <laughs> All right. Well, so you guys begin making your way room by room, exploring this ancient manor house. It is quite large, and there's a lot of interconnected rooms. Uh, you don't find any other immediate threats, so you can explore you know, at your leisure or as, exp- you know, as fast as you want quickly. We're, yeah. We're to find the, the entrance down. to, yeah, yeah. Down. So when I, when I come to the room with the big rug, I'm going to knock all the furniture off and move the rug just to see if there's something underneath it. Good plan. That's, that's a great plan. Um, all right. Then I'm just kind of revealing the rooms as you go through them. And it's, it's a really large, lovely place. I mean, you can see that it has been looted to a degree though. Um, at least at some point, perhaps long ago, people or somebody came through here. So you can see, get a sense of all the different rooms. And so Tris goes through, rolls a rug back, doesn't see anything under the rug, moves on to the next room. The bear rug, I'd try that one too. <gasps> all right. So what's, what, they've, what they've done, they've gone down this long hall past like half a dozen rooms, various, various things. I mean, so there's like a parlor and a billiards room and... Um, some other collections and the last room on the left of this hall before the hall turns. So this is kind of like the inside corner of the manor. It looks like a really nice office. And other than an over overturned chair and a well-dressed corpse skeleton, if you will. Yeah. It's uh, clearly somebody's large private office. There's a sofa, a big bear rug, which you're now pulling off the, the floor and a couple of chairs, things like that, and a well-appointed desk. Uh, has everybody else just kind of like, are you kind of moving as a group? Yeah, I've been mentioned. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if we were doing the whole Scooby-Doo thing where you guys no, were all just exploring. Running, running across the hallway with the madcap music. Exactly. I've given directions to my badgers to try to find any kind of drafts or whatnot. Uh, as soon as I move, is there anything underneath the bear rug? There's nothing under the rug, but make a perception roll, Triss. Um, that's an eight. So instead, I put the bear rug over my head and arms, and I go say, <laughs> Look, I am Brokos! I am Brokos! <laughs> Give you a tambourine. I didn't have to. Uh, Funny. Okay. <laughs> I'll just laugh at myself for... Everybody else's expense. All right. Then, uh, so the office, I mean, <clears throat> you know, it looks pretty nice. And, I mean, do you guys, anybody else go search the office? Or yeah, what? I yes. would like to. Very carefully. Very <laughs> carefully. Tris is running up and down the halls now. <laughs> With a <the> bear. This <laughs> 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 has been a long day for her. Well, I get I'm going to have 20, the badgers chase her around. I get 21 too. to investigate the office. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm basically like think you are a real bear. <laughs> wow, you're distracted. So right. All right, uh, Aylar walks in as uh, Trisco's running by, <laughs> bends over and notices that there's a shiny gold key in the skeletal hand Ooh. on the floor oh. there. Uh, and if you want to grab that or not, I will impulsively grab it. All right. 
As you begin to pull it away, you can see this like the skeleton is still like slightly attached to it. And for a moment, you think that it's going to reach up and grab you as if to object to your removal of it. I will crush its hand beneath my boot. You grind the hand to skeletal dust, resting free this ancient key. I would like to rush forward, having been in the room and suspecting that it is alive and just punch it. Just because I assume, Alar, that it's alive based on your reaction. <laughs> Good job, Dagmar. Uh, you you land with a satisfying crunch on on its backside and like power drive its head into the ground. That was a close call. <laughs> I'll strut out into the hallway and say, we defeated another monster. Boy. While you two were playing Bear. Trisco's running by. Making her and noises. Bear's boyfriend. I'm just playing with the badgers, actually. I'm just, they're chasing oh, okay. me around. And, okay. yeah. I find it very entertaining. To be the bear? <laughs> to be the bear. It's fun. All right, well, the, uh, the so the badgers kind of wander off looking for things of interest? Yeah, I'm trying to give them to maybe perhaps try to find something out of the... I basically can give them, you know, commands, but that's about it. They can't really communicate back with me. Just, you know, find... A, you know, use your scent to try to find any kind of drafts or maybe secret doors in this room. Kind of. Okay, but I mean, they, they're just kind of wandering through the other rooms with yeah, themselves. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay, then um, I'll just roll the rest of the map over there. Uh, so, Brooke, I'm broke. Alar, are you still going to search that room that you're in where you found the key? No, now I'll be looking for a place to use the key. I will still search that room. So, and once I get tired of playing with the bear rug, I will I will also search the room carefully. Okay, so Dagmar and Triss will search this office. Alar is going to go in search of a spot to put this key. Well, I'm not going to wander too far from my friends now. So that is 17. You're what? He said it. He said, he said it. it. I heard I him say it. It was an inside voice, though. <laughs> yeah. Dagmar? Uh, nine. All right, so the two of you kind of comb through the office. You find some interesting bits inside the desk, more papers and information from the time long past. You start getting a little bit of a sense that the owner of this place might have been a figure of import. Uh, maybe he was like another type of engineer or city advisor. There's a lot of information like city missives and, and like city council reports, that type of thing. So you got a sense who whoever he was, he was like a... a a player here. I would assume so since he had an entrance to the underground in his home. Um, yeah, you would think so. And Triss, yeah, so you're kind of searching through that. You notice that there's um, like two bookshelves there on the south wall. Uh-huh. Uh, I guess, I don't know if you guys are looking at the big map or you're all just looking at your screens. Yes, I am eyeing the bookshelves. I start pulling books off. Very nice. Okay. Uh, there we go. I'm also looking for art books just in case, but I just, you know. All right, Triss, you start pulling books off and uh, coming through, like looking through. And it's like, oh, this looks interesting. Uh, and and you, yeah, you grab one and says something about architecture. And as you pull it, it seems to stick. I pull harder. You pull harder. And as you do, the bookshelf swings open. The classic hidden room behind the bookshelf, revealing a wooden door with a key in it. Oh, uh, I have a key. Keyhole. 
<clears throat> Vicky. I'll push my way to the front. <laughs> I will use the key on the keyhole. All right. And turn, looking over my shoulder with a smirk. Aha. <laughs> All right, you do so. Aren't I clever? The door slides quietly open. You hear a strange ding from behind, and you reveal about an eight by four small room. Okay, I will go into that small room. I will as well. What do I see? Oh, oh it looks like they're the only ones who can fit in there. So. Well, there there is room. Well, maybe not from a tactical perspective, but there is room for the four of you to kind of press into this room. Tris, you examine it, and you see that there are two buttons by the door. One with an up arrow and one with a down arrow. Oh, I pushed the button. As you all kind of cram into this thing. I'll dismiss the badgers. Goodbye. They, You see them like waving sadly. <laughs> yep. Tris pushes the button and the door slides closed. There's like a distant kind of cranking noise and then a kind of a grinding and then a lurch as the room kind of falls a few feet and then slowly descends. You seem to be on some sort of ancient magical contraption. What is happening here? Do do I hear music? Yeah. It descended. So like for about 20 seconds, you just kind of hear this whirring and grinding above. And then it stops. And then there's a ding. And the door opens. What do you see? What's beyond? I rush out. And find out. A lobby. I don't know. We're going to have to find out uh, next week. I knew it. On Dungeon Patrol. Back Got to us the once dungeon. Again. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay, uh, then. All right. So, so real quick, was the, was the beholder like a juvenile or? Beholder kin? Now, if only you guys had I'd had the appropriate knowledge. Okay, whatever. Uh, uh, it's the creature is a. Uh, I'm gonna per se say it. Gauth, G A U T H. Uh, okay, yep. sure. They're, um, they're related to beholders. Oh, yep. okay. Beholders like enslave them and stuff. But they're, they're less powerful. They are much less powerful. But I yes, really yeah that because way, we're alive. Enjoyed yeah, the powerful. fear. <laughs> yeah. Like this is the first time I think you guys were like, we're gonna die. Plus uh, they're. I mean, not giant creature or like well, large creature. Like it was right. small. Yeah. It mm-hmm. was a smaller size. So that's why I'm like, okay, maybe it's just a. Can't be that bad. Maybe but it's just a, a kid. I, I mean, they're still, da- they're still really dangerous. But mm, sure. You know, yeah. when you've got a room full of badgers tearing at it. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. If, if, Another furry fireball. Another furry fireball. What that was. Yeah. But that was delightful and different. So thanks, mm-hmm. guys. I'm going to try the crocodiles at some point. So hang on. I am all for crocodiles. You're going to need a bigger room. Yeah. Yeah. We got some big groups coming up. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks again. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down with Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters of Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters of Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been patrolled.